0: Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 5 of the Sajun Photography Podcast. My name is Jason Teal, and today we're going to talk about supporting your photographers here in Korea. And this is something that has been dogging me for a long time because I do try and get out and work with different people and oftentimes I am sort of put back by the offers of credit or a meal or something when a lot of the local businesses or people that are doing events are actually charging real money. And it was something I saw from fellow photographer Lee Kelly that prompted this show and got me thinking more about why people would do this to someone who is probably coming from a similar background. A lot of us are English teachers. A lot of us are living in Korea as our second home And it pains me when I see people who, you know, they live in a nice apartment, they've got a good setup, they've got an office, and then when they see a photographer, DJ, etc., other creative, they offer them some low-ball wage, and it burns my biscuits, uh, for lack of a better term. And the reason it comes about is, well, the topic of this discussion today, and kind of how we can mitigate this as photographers how we can get a better wage for us and help others as well. So the first thing I'm going to bring up here is I'm not talking about any business in general. I'm just sort of generalizing a lot of the experiences uh, that I have dealt with over my almost two decades here in Korea. So before anyone says, well, hey, I I know who you're talking about. Those guys, do. they do a lot for the community by charging us full price for a good night out. I'm not talking about anyone in general. What I am talking about are generalized personas or avatars of the experiences that I have had here working with different businesses, particularly ones that are kind of in the position that they can offer a good wage or they can offer something in return other than a plate of meatballs and some salad. You know, like you really think about where I'm going with this, not just who. So with that being said, the reason I started this whole show today was that I saw a post by legendary photographer Lee Kelly talking about probably a lowball offer that he got. Now, Lee is a very hardworking photographer and I'm gonna have him on a show for a dedicated interview very soon. But it got me thinking about Kind of the shit sandwich that we get fed a lot of times as photographers. And in the comments section of his post, uh, people brought up the fact that it's not just photographers, it's DJs, it's anyone in the creative realm that gets, you know, a portion of this shit sandwich. And personally speaking, it really chaps my ass a lot of times because you know the people either have the ability to pay for the services Or offer something in return but they're just not doing it out of either laziness greed or pride or something like that so today we're going to kind of go over my thoughts on this situation and how you as a photographer in Korea can also help sort of better your situation now the first thing you should do is just simply negotiate a lot of times when you're starting off as a photographer here, you take whatever you can get. And even myself, like as I said, over the last couple of years, you know, things have been getting desperate and I have often thought, "Okay, well, I'll just take this crappy job for whatever reason just to get some work." And that's what a lot of these businesses prey upon is your desperation either to get your name out, to pad your resume or something like that. And A lot of times you just have to step up and say like, no, this is my rate. This is what you're going to get for it. And if you don't like it, either we stop now or I can recommend somebody who will fill the position in your price range. But I'm going to add, if you are recommending someone, I would also contact that person and say like, look, this is the lowball offer. This is what you should be negotiating at. Don't take their offer because a lot of times this is how they fill the position. And a good example was, was a couple of years ago, I was contacted by a very high-end hotel, and they wanted some cityscape shots, you know, kind of showing their hotel against a city background. This was great. Now, they gave me this low-ball offer, and they point blank said, You know, if you're not willing to do it for this rate, we'll find somebody else who can. I said, Well, okay, fine, go find somebody else who can. Because they had the ability to say, like, look, you know, we can't pay you this much money, but we can comp you a room, give you a free meal to, you know, cover your expenses in your trip, blah, blah, blah. This is what we're willing to work with. They offered none of that. They just said, Here's a couple of hundred bucks. We want you to travel all the way across the country and we want the best quality photo that you can offer and, you know, vertical shots, horizontal shots. We want this. We want that at this particular time of the day. And we're going to give you next to nothing, no travel expenses. We're not even going to let you stay at the hotel for which you are photographing. And you have to step back and look at this like, yeah, it'd be cool to get a job, but you know, what's in it for you. A shitty wage where you're going to blow most of that on your travel expenses because you're going to have to find a place to stay. You're going to have to take the bus or the KTX up to wherever this place was located and then stay overnight because they wanted a uh, evening shot and possibly a sunrise shot. So you get what I'm saying. Don't take shitty offers if you don't have to. The next part I want to talk a little bit about are the foreign-run events or businesses that are looking at other foreign photographers to cover their events and their promotions and whatnot. Now, generally speaking, these are the people that you want to really market towards. But over the last couple of years, a lot of them have gotten not really cheap, but it's sort of like, we'll give you exposure or something like that. And while that's maybe good to sort of build this community, I also think it's sort of a shitty situation. When the people that are working these events are the people who are taking money, they are building a name for them, not you, okay? And why I bring this up is not to shit on these people who are working very hard, but to also remind you that while it is cool to work with the legendary so-and-so who every year does this. Well, yeah. But if he's the really the legendary so-and-so, then he probably has the latitude to sort of bring in some sort of income to, to put together some sort of package to compensate you for your time. If you're going to be working 12 hours and taking thousands and thousands of shots, you want to be compensated in a similar manner. If they're charging money at the door, maybe get a percentage, if they are working with brands, if they are doing something, maybe you can offset the price with product, which I don't necessarily recommend, but it's something to sort of mitigate that. Because the problem I see is a lot of these places, they, they get off on their notoriety or their, their status, and they're expecting you to come to their event and be grateful that they're allowing you to be in their event and shoot their event at their specifications with your best foot forward for absolutely nothing. And I'm going to say that again, absolutely nothing comes back to you. They use your images to promote their next event. They use their images for their ads. But what do you get? Nothing. And if you're in a position like me where every dollar counts, where you're struggling to sort of, pay for your equipment or your equipment is aging and you know exactly my computer's situation right now where it's slowly dying it's 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 crawling at a snail's pace when i open up lightroom and photoshop and i can't even open up those things together okay but if i'm shooting an event and i don't make any money from it I'm slowing down my computer. I'm working my ass off all weekend in a hot office here for what? For the next person to call up and say, oh, hey, you know, we heard that you covered the uh, Busan Mushigi Mushigi event. And hey, you know, we were wondering if you could come out and cover our event for free so that we can look good. What What is that really doing? What is it going to really do for you? And and that's kind of the next point I want to talk about is just when they talk about building a community, look at how it helps both sides because usually it's only helping them. Uh, if they're running an event or if they're doing something, it's usually your photos are the representation of their event. You're, that's the proof of its existence. And it's a quite an important place your photography. So, if you do say bad photography, they're going to look bad. So that's why they're hiring you, which is some way of getting good photos, but if they're giving you nothing, if they're giving you like a fucking bottle of iced tea and a donut, uh, <laughs> how does that buy you a new computer? Like I really want someone to explain this to me. And and this goes back to kind of knowing who you're hiring. Like, if it is a major event that you can tie your name to, then sure, go for it. But if it's just something local that doesn't really have the power to bring you any more business or the fact that the clientele may be just regular foreigners, then really, Asking for a small amount of compensation, something that makes it worth your while, should be your first priority. And if they're trying to get you to come out to, oh, it'll be a really good time, tell them payment will make it a really good time. And oftentimes, a lot of these places will give you the budget thing. And let me just be clear about the budget So one of the biggest learning points that I found out about this whole budget thing was I was working with a local event that happened every year. And basically the first year they gave me a lowball offer, I I took it because I needed the money. And then the second year, even one of the event organizers was like, Jason, you know, you should really bump up your offer. And I said, well, yeah, I know. He's like, well, no, we're paying the band, to play three songs, and their rate is triple what yours is, and we're flying them in. And here's the problem. The organizers put more value on having a band play than they did having the photos that represented your event. The people didn't give two shits about the band. It was background noise. What they did care about were the photos of them having a good time and doing all of these fun activities. Who is responsible for that? The photographer. All right. So you get the idea where you have to get them to budget for the photographer. And that's it. If they say we don't have a budget, well, why not? If you want a photographer, you put it in the budget. But usually this excuse of, oh, we just don't have the budget means they're trying to make a profit and they don't want you to complicate that. They don't want to pay you because it affects their bottom line. And anyone who tries to defend this, if if anyone's listening that's like, oh, it's not like that, man. You know, We try really hard to put on a good event that makes them profitable. And here's the thing, here's the bottom line that I really wanna bring up about this. If the photography is so important, that you're hiring a professional photographer, then budget accordingly for that or make them a part of the event so that they can put their name on a big sign, photography by Jason Teal or whatnot, and then have the marketing reflect your contribution to this event. But if you're just simply going to try and pass off a ginger ale and and a day at the beach as some sort of amazing compensation for four hours of work in the hot sun and then another four hours of editing in a dark office with no air conditioning, it's bullshit and you know it. But you're just not willing to pay for the product that you're getting because either you don't respect the photographer or you don't respect what they do. Bottom line, you cannot kind of come back with that and if you can here's the thing and this is my kind of transition to a more positive side is that just try and work with the photographers that's all it is and so this last part i do want to finish off on sort of a final positive note because i've done a lot of events over the years i've i've done a lot of photography work but i also run my own website and the same things keep coming up people want something for nothing And with my Olson online, oftentimes I would have to sacrifice my income, my hard work, just to please a local business person or somebody who wants to advertise for nothing. You know, they want to make a profit for nothing. And I don't mind that so much, but here's the key. Come to the table with something. Say, like, look, I may not be able to pay, but this is what I can do for you. And that's when the initial point that I talked about at the beginning of this podcast is is that you can negotiate you can say like look you know we can do this for you but we can't give you the whole package if you don't have the money to pay for it i want a bmw but if i only have ten thousand dollars i can only get a chevrolet spark it's it that's the reality of the situation if you want a full spread photo shoot eight hours of work set up red carpet stuff personal portraits, table side shots, then you got to pay the full day price or have something to negotiate with. And so in the effort of building a community, this is what you got to do. You have to work with the photographers. You have to work with the creatives and make it a win-win situation. So when you leave that negotiating table, make sure that everybody is happy with what you are offering because the biggest problem I see is that a lot of the events a lot of the people hiring photographers it's like they're hiring the paper boy to mow their lawn and they're out there with their can of beer bitching and moaning about how he didn't use the whippersnapper to edge the the fucking sidewalk and that's not how you hire a photographer that's not how you hire an adult and that's not how you treat a photographer if you come to the table have cash in hand Have a reasonable salary that you would expect someone to work for several hours to make your event or your business or your thing look amazing. And that also goes for like the private photography shoots. If you want a photographer to follow you around Busan and you want these Instagrammable shots, then you should pay for that service. It's it's not as if I really want to spend time with strangers wearing hanboks, okay? It's just not how most people work. So again, have money, have some negotiation, and figure it out. But bottom line here is that if you don't want to pay, don't get the service. Use your cell phone, okay? Get a selfie stick. But I think what a lot of us photographers are are getting tired of are these lowball offers are these the expectations that we should do you a service because we are photographers and i think that what i'm basically trying to say here is is that if you want a good quality service uh as a photographer or as a dj as a musician whatever then all you have to do is just pay for it done deal okay If the price of the photographer is too high, then dial back your offer. But that's it. And in the effort of building a community, again, going back to that point I was making, work with these photographers. They may be willing to give you a discount if, and oh my God, if you have something of value to offer them in lieu of that money. Okay? Because I don't give two shits what you think about your event or how awesome your fucking tacos are. It doesn't repair the costs of my computer. It doesn't put money in the bank when I have to pay my insurance. So this is the thing. If you're trying to say, well, if you can't make money, don't quit your day job. If you can't run an event and you want a photographer or if you can't run a restaurant and you can't afford to pay your photographer don't hire a photographer like don't expect me to work for free so that you can make a profit that's the bottom line so i know i'm kind of getting a little bit worked up but i think that you can understand the situation that a lot of us photographers go through when we come across these offers and the point i'm really trying to make here is is that we all must work together if you if you want something well done Hire a professional and expect to pay a professional's price. If you just want someone with their iPhone to walk around and snap photos of people drinking wine, sure, go for it. Pay a couple of hundred bucks for a dude with the uh, latest iPhone 14 or something. But keep your expectations small. For us photographers, I can only say that if you don't want to end up working for a couple of bucks and a taco then start standing up and negotiating a proper price. Yeah, you're going to lose some business. Yeah, you're probably going to end up like me bitching into a uh, microphone on a podcast and hoping at some point in time someone takes a chance and hires you. But the point being is is that if you start taking these small piddly little jobs, you're going to end up working for peanuts. And that's the biggest problem. I see this a lot with Different industries, people will say, well, yeah, I, you know, I'm going to work up to it. But here is the biggest reality that you have to consider, that if I provide you with amazing photos for next to nothing, why on earth would that person then double their rate to get the same product? And that's what you got to think about, is no one's going to pay you for a job that you previously did, maybe even repeatedly for next to nothing it's just it's not good business sense now the kicker is is that when they finally do have the budget to pay for your services they're gonna find another person they're gonna say well you know this guy has got you know photographer on his website and he posts all this stuff all across Korea we're gonna hire him we're gonna pay him they're not gonna pay you because they paid you nothing before they're not going to make that jump and start paying you real money when they didn't before. So please consider that fact. Now, for the last 20 minutes, I have been ranting and raving. And if you've ever seen me in person, you'll probably see that I'm like waving my hands and shaking my coffee mug in the air like a bitter old man that I am. But I do want to end on kind of a positive note. And that is that We are here in Korea, and we are in charge of our own destiny, if that sounds a little bit too woo-woo for you. But the point I want to say here is I want to make a a push towards building this community. And by that, I mean if you are an event runner or someone who puts together these things, or if you're a business owner or something, don't fuck over the other people. So let's build this community. And what's that mean? Well, it means that you can help other people. Okay? So if you're making money, help other people make their money. If you see an opportunity that is good for somebody, share it. okay? And that's what I always try and do. Like if you see me on Facebook, I'm not always just pumping my shit out and trying to promote this podcast or something. If I find a job that I am not qualified for, I will pass it off to other people. I will recommend you know three to four different photographers to choose from. and I'm always trying to do that because, I want them to succeed. Now, that being said, if you are in the position where you need a uh, bitter crotch the old landscape photographer, then, you know, by all means, I I've, I've got some oversaturated HDR kind of shit that people may like. You know, who knows. But that being said, let let's all build this community better instead of just trying to profit off of somebody else's hard work. And I'm not downplaying the fact or I'm not like Casting shade on the people who are, you know, running businesses or making events. What I'm saying is, is that I I do get tired of the hey, will you work for free? No. Will you give me stuff that you sell for free? No. Well, then we're in agreement there. There's a no no. And what I want to see is, again, as I've said many many times throughout the uh, entirety of this podcast, if you're looking to hire a photographer, then pay the photographer and you know the rates cuz the photographer will tell you the rates and again i i don't want to go back into this rant again but you you know what i'm getting at is that a couple of 100 bucks for an 8 hour event at a you know a high end hotel is not going to cover it if you're expecting thousands of dollars worth of photos that's that's the bottom line and a good example of this is I the last wedding that I ever did, the bride showed me all of these websites of professional wedding photographers who were charging two, three, four thousand dollars $4,000 a shoot, and they were paying me three hundred. dollars So that's why I'm not recommending you do. Whew, that was a spicy episode, but I do want to thank you for coming out and listening. I guess you're not really coming out anywhere. Well, maybe you are, but... You know, you get what I'm saying. And I again, I want to finish this off by saying that um, it was a rather ranting and raving negative episode, but I do want you to think about what I've talked about and find some positives, work with the community, help build uh, up your local city's photography here in Korea or elsewhere if that's where you're listening from. And as well, thank you for making it this far. I hope it was entertaining. And I'm hopefully going to have some more episodes coming out soon as it is getting into the holiday season it's getting into fall which is my favorite time of the year here in Korea and that means I'm going to be working with a lot of new content so with that being said thank you very much for this support and we'll talk at you next time take care have fun and keep shooting